his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It is now 8.07 here at WCCO. I am excited to talk to our guests because you see many people have had trouble sleeping during the pandemic. We've talked about this several months ago. And I'm asking why. I am one of those. I am having a problem with sleeping. I am trying to stay focused, and sometimes it just doesn't work. So why? Why are we having trouble sleeping during a pandemic? Well, we get some insight from Professor Roxanne Pritchard or Picard. I apologize for not saying your, your name correctly, but the uni- she's at the University of St. Thomas, and she's a professor who specializes in psychology and neuroscience. Roxanne, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for having me. When it comes to a pandemic, it's frightening. I'll never forget the first time we heard the words that this is going to be an awful pandemic for us in this country and throughout the world. Um, and then all of a sudden, I started sleeping a little better. But now it's far worse. I don't know if it's the variant. I don't know if I'm just not settled in my spirit. So tell us why it is so important for us to talk about sleep right now during this pandemic. Well, sleep in a single behavior is probably the most important thing we can do for our health, not just our bodies, but our minds and our spirits. So sleep is a great balm and a wonderful medicine. Um, And when our days are off, our sleep is off. But conversely, when we help our sleep get better, it improves our days. So why are we losing so much sleep? I hear from friends and foes. Oh, my gosh, I'm not sleeping, and I I don't know what to do about it. So there's a lot of things we can do. Um, I think part of it is just to acknowledge all the stress and the grief that we've been through. It's it's really, really a lot. Um, And we're kind of just expected to keep on performing as if all this hasn't happened. So I I just want to start by acknowledging we've, we've been through it. And that is weighing heavy on our on our spirits, on our minds. Tell us why um, sleep so, is so imp- Oh, go right ahead. Go right ahead. I was going to say, anytime we're carrying that, that amount of stress, that's going to contribute to something we call pre-sleep cognitive arousal is the technical term for it. When your brain and your mind kind of is, is too active for you to relax and, into sleep. So we fall asleep when we feel physically and emotionally safe. Hmm. So how do we know that we feel safe? Okay, what is that feeling like? How do I define that? Mm, Good question. I feel like feeling safe means that you don't have things you're worried about right now (laughs) Um, and that you know that you are in a good, safe environment uh, and you can kind of rest easy knowing that the world's going to be okay when you're sleeping. 
Wow, that's a great explanation. And I have to tell you, I'm so far from that. I can't say that I have a fear of it. Seriously, Roxanne, I can't say that I have a fear of it, that I'm not sleeping well. And I can tell you, I am not sleeping well. And I try to read. I try to read things that are funny. Um, What is one thing we can do? I mean, I know there are certain times we're not supposed to eat when we are getting dressed or preparing to sleep because that can be aggravating to our system as well, correct? Right. Um, so I guess I want to back up and, and look about our days. Um, we want our bodies to know there's a big difference between the daytime and the rest time. So during the day, as cold and as uncomfortable as it is, if we can get outside and move our bodies around and take walks, that actually helps us sleep at night. Um, and we need to make our nights kind of cozy and dark. Um, so a couple hours before bed, you should be dimming the lights, kind of making a calm atmosphere, turning off the electronics, not watching any kind of shows or news that might be uh, exciting or upsetting. That's part of the winding down process. I love that because that's a problem. It's not just on the inside of, of your space. It's on the outside with the big lights in the neighborhood. And, you know, even at Christmas, all of the sparkling lights, no matter what room you go to, you see it. And I love it. But at the same time, I have been having a, a hard time really focusing on sleeping. And once I was in Hawaii um, and I saw on a television show a young Hawaiian native. Um, he must have been about 16 years old. And he was slowly dying because he could not go into REM sleep. I don't know how that starts or how much we know about that process, but I love your your comments. Thank you. you... Yeah, sleep is something that's required for life. Um, So our body will will make us sleep when we need it. So um, that can be dangerous if if you're driving. So that's something I want to put out there, too. Don't drive when you're drowsy. Exactly. So the psychology and the neuroscience of sleep, what have you, are you learning today through this pandemic that is something you may not have looked at before or something you just wanted to come back to and get even more clarity on? Oh, great question. Um, there are a lot of fantastic researchers across the world studying this, studying how our dreams change during the pandemic, what we're dreaming about, what our subconscious minds are trying to process. Um, I think one thing that, that might be kind of a good thing is how more people are becoming better in touch with their bodies and maybe realizing that the schedule that they had before the pandemic wasn't working well for them. Um, maybe they're more of a night person and, and um, feel more comfortable waking up around 9 or 10 a.m. Um, so I feel like the world needs to go back to a better system that's that acknowledges people's needs more and i hope that sleep is one of those needs because quite a few people actually found their sleep improving um when when we were in kind of lockdown and people weren't kind of going off to early schools and early jobs yeah that's all inclusive Uh, i'm amazed when i am traveling on a plane and they turn off the lights but then they still allow you to uh, watch the little videos that they have about the airline or you can watch where the plane is traveling and how quickly it's getting there. And none of that helps me sleep on a plane. None of it. And so I keep saying to myself, okay, they tell me I can get these earbuds or these headphones that will cancel out all the sound and that'll help me sleep. And you see it in movies all the time. This is how important it is for us 
to sleep. They tell us all the time, even through movies and television, please sleep. You really need to sleep. So if we're not doing it, and no matter where we are, we are still having light coming in through our blinds or our curtains, and we don't do all that we need to do to prepare for sleep, because it is a preparation, correct? It is a preparation. How does that begin for you? Mm, one of the things I pay attention to is my body. What is my body telling me? One of the signs that I'm getting sleepy is when I start to get cold. Your body temperature is actually dropping a couple degrees as you're you're getting into your window for sleep preparation. And my eyes, I have a harder time focusing and reading. Um, that's another sign that my body's ready for bed. So I'm kind of doing calm activities. And when I get those signals, I just hop into bed. Um, and if I can't drift off pretty quickly, I like to put on a podcast of somebody with a soothing voice reading classic literature. (laughs) And that'll knock me out out too. (laughs) I do know, um, before the pandemic, like in 2019, there were so many young people that were staying on their, um, you know, iPads or their iPhones just to, you know, communicate. They're constantly in conversation and they don't sleep very well. Now we don't hear so much about a lot of those young people not getting the rest. What are you learning about young people maybe letting go of all of the uh, apps that they have to communicate with their friends? Are you seeing a difference that people, young people are really sleeping better? I think some are and some aren't, and I know that's kind of a vague and frustrating answer, but um, I think maybe the novelty of of some of these things has worn off and are really craving that in-person, deep, slow conversations. Um, I think think that's part of it, and the, the technology just isn't replacing it in the same way. Yeah, I can I can imagine. Here's the thing. I've had many of many friends of mine who say, "Jarlene, get into something like Noom." Uh, you know, the psychology of it, how it talks to your brain, how it really helps you to understand how you got here and how to get out of here, right? How to get to, to being mm-hmm. better, having better sleep. When you hear about this type of technology and how it deals with us, the psychology of us, what should we be aware of or maybe even concerned about? Well, I, I did want to mention that the psychology of sleep is actually a really good place to start with people who are having trouble sleeping. And a psychology of sleep programs called CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy for Insomnia, is the number one treatment um, for insomnia, not pills, but working with the psychology of it. And they do have online apps like Sleepio that can help people who have insomnia. So getting into the psychology of it is actually pretty helpful for people um, who really have a hard time sleeping. Yeah, I'm kind of one of those these days. And so what do we do? We have the stages of sleep that are really important to us. Can you give us even three of the top ones that we really need to hone in on in order for us to find a better sleep, a better way to sleep? Sure. Um, So I'll kind of walk you through. Um, We start in light sleep. Uh, and if we're too stressed or anxious, it's hard for our bodies to get into that light sleep. The, and then after we go through light sleep, we get deep or slow wave sleep. And this is critically important for your body and your brain. This is when your body makes a lot of antibodies, um, to fight off illness. This is when your 
brain clears out a lot of the cellular waste products and kind of keeps the brain healthy. So that slow wave sleep is in the first half of the night. And then the last half of the night, we have more of what's called REM, rapid eye movement or dreaming mm -hmm. sleep. And this is when we do a lot of emotional processing work and memory work when we're unconscious, but our brain is very active. So we need all, both of those kind of REM and slow wave sleep. Um, and, and light sleep is kind of what gets us into and out of and in between these stages. Okay, so then if that's true, and, and we are all hearing this now, what do we need to do right before we sleep so that we can arrive at REM sleep? So um, what we need to do is kind of make sure our sleep environment is one that feels safe and isn't going to be interrupted. So if it, that could be pets, that could be ambulance sounds, it could be bed partner who snores too much, but kind of taking a look at what is going on in your sleep bedroom environment and thinking if there's things that can change it. Um, if you're really having trouble sleeping, bring that up with your healthcare provider. Maybe it's possible you have a sleep disorder like sleep apnea or, or restless legs where just a little fix is going to be life-changing for you in terms of your ability to get good rest. That's great advice. Now, can you give me the difference between REM sleep and non-REM and why is it that both of them, you can still go into a great sleep with both of them, right? Yes, yes. So non-REM is when your body slows way down. The, um, if you get accidentally woken up from REM, non-REM sleep, you are like a zombie. You have no idea what's going on. You're <laughs> out of it. Um, this is when our body, our brain slows down enough. It can clean itself, almost like the rent cycle of a dishwasher. So this is oh. a really important stage. goes through a couple hours a day. And then oh, REM okay. sleep is later, and it's much more active. Your brain is very active during REM sleep. Mm -hmm. A lot of us love to read before we go to sleep, right? And I remember yes. reading um, Beloved, <clears throat> and I, it was very frightening, and, but I loved it. It was 400 and some pages. I just kept reading and kept reading until I finished yep. it. Is it important for us to know what affects us or adversely affects us when it comes to reading at night? Yes, and I'm a person who if the book is good, I'll just keep going. So right. that's why I choose short stories at night so I can, like, not, you know, just peek around to the next chapter. Wow, that's great advice. <laughs> I never thought about that one. That's really good. I'm going to try that one. I promise you I'm going to try that. And then finally, um, my muscles don't always seem to relax. I've got so much on my brain. I'm in school. I'm trying to figure out everything that I have going on. And it's frustrating because I find myself waking up and tossing and turning and then waking up, sleeping for about 40 minutes, and then waking up again, and the whole process starts again. Those of us that go through this, is it the food that we eat at night? Is it um, not under or not knowing what we can do to really have clarity on what we should be doing in order to get to REM sleep? What it can be for a number of people, quite a few people, and I'm not don't want to imply that this is you, but a lot of people who describe that um, sometimes have trouble breathing during the night and have some sleep disordered breathing or problems where their legs just feel like they need to fidget and move and kick. And so both of these are symptoms of very treatable sleep disorders that I would maybe bring up with a, uh, um, a sleep physician. Another thing to check is to make sure you don't have caffeine or alcohol 
um, too late into the afternoon for caffeine or um, too late into the evening for alcohol. Both of those make it really hard to sleep. So alcohol, I understand, but coffee, come on, come on. It's like <laughs> well, I drink coffee life. all day long. <laughs> See, okay, that's, that's, that's what's going on. That's the problem. <laughs> has a half-life of about eight hours, and it's longer in most women. So caffeine okay. takes longer to metabolize for most women. So I stopped doing the creamer and the sugar. And I feel better, right? I feel <laughs> yeah, like I'm smarter, but you still have the caffeine. Okay. <laughs> what caffeine does is it blocks adenosine, which is our body's natural way of telling us that we're tired. Ooh, my favorite coffee shop's gonna be calling me. How come you haven't been here? <laughs> Roxanne said I should let it go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, decaf. There you go. Roxanne, what a pleasure having you join us tonight. Is there anything else you want to share with us that you feel we haven't talked about that people may really need to know? Um, if you if you have a feeling something's going on with your sleep, it probably is. And it's definitely worth talking to your healthcare provider about it because everybody feels better when they get better sleep. Nobody it's ever so is like, whoo, you know, I'm getting better sleep and my life has come apart. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so. yeah, and and I went in and, and got a sleep test years ago just to see if I was really going to sleep. And they told me, they said, you know, you're starting to really get into it where it's not good. It's not good for your health. So what does that mean? What happens when you're not sleeping well, um, your body reacts adversely uh, to what is happening, whether you're drinking coffee or, or alcohol or you're not eating the right foods, you're not exercising or walking, some of the things you talked about tonight. Um, so is it too late for those that refuse to do it, or can we all start at any time and say, I'm going to be better for it? Oh, you can change your life tonight with better sleep, right? So right. you need to get the resources that you need um, to do so. So when it was, what's bad for our bodies is your body interprets not getting enough sleep as an emergency, and it kicks in your stress system, your sympathetic nervous system. So your heart rate and your blood pressure and your blood sugar all go up because your body thinks it needs to be in an emergency state. Wow. Well, you have sure enlightened me tonight. I'm going to really try some of these things. Usually I just lay on my back and start doing my exercises for the knee replacement that I had. When I can't sleep, I just do my exercises, and it's never enough. I just don't seem to sleep long enough. So thank you for this. I'm going to keep studying, reading, and then, of course, the food that we eat has a whole lot to do with the way we sleep as well. Don't eat the cheese sandwich, like the grilled cheese, before you go to sleep, right? (laughs) Don't Um, do it. I'm more worried about the coffee, but... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on! (laughs) All right, all right, all right. I'll give in, I'll give in. Uh, Professor Roxanne Pritchard, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, She is with the University of St. Thomas, and she is a professor who specializes in psychology and neuroscience. Thank you again. I hope we can call on you, because, you know, I will need your help. I will. All right. Sweet dreams. Take care. Take care. Bye. Okay, so for those of you that, you know, say to yourselves, oh, I, I can I can handle all of this. It's no big deal. You know, I may lose a little bit of sleep. No, no, this is serious business. I didn't get to finish that story about Hawaii where I was watching television, and this young man, he looked to be about 16 to 21, and he was slowly dying because he could not go into REM sleep. He couldn't sleep. It is that severe, that serious. And even though you may not hear about it or see it, please know that this is something that's happening to our bodies that we really have to get a hold of. And we may be putting it off, but stop putting it off. I'm going to stop putting it off and just get it done. 
I don't know, the head thing that you have to wear. I don't know. I might cry about that, but I still have to get it done. All right, everyone, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and talk about, well, let's just say open phones. We're going to talk about a few things. So um, give us a call at 651-461-9226. Again, that's 651-461-9226. What's on your mind? This is the time. It's been a long time since we have time together to talk. 651 461 922 I hope I get this right 9229 There you go we'll be back <laughs> His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt Hi-ya! And even after band camp he might not be the greatest musician But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account your goal of supporting his dreams Thanks for everything mom and dad will always be worth it Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to Steel Talking. I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. It is what I love to do is sit here and, and talk with you. I really imagine how frustrating it is for you to hear more and more changes when it comes to this pandemic, right? Just keeps hanging around. It's always there, it feels like, right? But we do have to listen to our experts because a pandemic is a world problem. It's not just... Um, it's not just our problem. It's a world problem. And we have to do our part we have to do our part. So if you want to talk about doing your part when it comes to the pandemic to make sure that you and yours are doing just fine, we can talk about that. If you have other questions that you want to talk about, if you want to talk about where we are as a nation, where we are when it comes to um, jobs and people going back into the buildings and then all of a sudden you have to cancel again, the children going into the schools and all of a sudden they have to stop going into the schools. It is maddening, isn't it? How are you doing? How are you dealing with it? So here's what I do. First of all, I am so fortunate to have great friends. Really fortunate to have great friends. And we get a chance to talk and laugh, and I can call them um, sometimes at any time of the night. You know, I'll always ask, do you mind if I call you at 1030 or 1130? No problem. And you find ways to find some joy. Now, you all know, if you've been listening to my show for a while, you know that joy is very important to me. I don't know if I can exist without it, seriously. So I rely on that. And do you find it every day? No. I used to look for it. I used to look for joy every day. But we don't find it all the time. So when it came to the holidays, it was so exciting to have just a few of the family, our family, the Steels, with us. 
It was just great. Usually we have 70 to 75 people at my sister Javita's house. And it is huge, right? I know you just step over shoes and sit down anywhere. I mean, it's just incredible. However, this year with the pandemic and the Omicron and all of that happening, we took it way down to about, I think there were 10 or 11 of us here. And we had a great time. We really did. But we were very cautious, very cautious to take good care of each other. That's the key. So as we keep dealing with this thing that keeps rising its ugly head all around us, I have to find something that makes me happy, that makes me more than happy because happiness is fleeting. So I'm looking for joy, right? When I heard about Desmond Tutu uh, dying, um, leaving this world, I I have to tell you that I smiled. Um, I didn't cry. I just smiled. He was this incredible soul who worked so hard for justice in his communities and beyond. And I know people have heard that he's 90 years old and oh my gosh, you know, 90 years old and you made it this far. This man has a legacy that is integral. And what I want to do is just do a little small tour when the schools are open up again and go and see if there's any information about the cleric Desmond Tutu to see if those books are in the schools. And, you know, I'm always looking at the libraries in a school. If I ever stop by to perform or to read or any of that, I always ask to go to the library. Can I please go and just look at all the books that you have? How many biographies do you have? I mean, I really am interested in what children are being offered to read, right? And I encourage you to do that. If you have children or you have nieces and nephews, don't hesitate to do it because it's important. Those that write our history are some of the most important people in the world because what they do, they are telling the rest of the universe, this is who we are, right? So we have to be cautious about that. Check on the books that your children are reading. Make sure you know who they are hanging out with, all of that. So as we deal with this pandemic, it's every day, right? You wake up in the morning, you go, okay, it's still here. It's still here. But then how do you find some fun? So here's the thing. My guy and I, we love to play backgammon and uh, other games. And so I bought this new game, right? And I'm trying to figure out how is this going to work out because (laughs) it's really funny and it's adorable to me, but I hope it will be adorable to him. Um, I used to buy gifts of games a lot. Um, I don't do it as much anymore, but I'm trying to get back into the games. My sister and her friends, they do games a lot. My sister-in-law, Luana, she does games a lot. And so I'm trying to get back into games a lot and just figure out where my head is, right? To make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, be where I'm supposed to be, right? So if you want to join this conversation and tell me how you're doing, you've heard about how I'm doing. I tend to find a way to find joy. I have to. It's integral in my life. But what about you? What are you doing? Whether it's not, if it's not finding joy, then what is it that you're doing to bring something good to your life? Are you helping others? This has blown my mind about Minnesota. I've always known since I moved here 44 years ago that Minnesotans are very generous. And those of you that can't be generous because maybe you don't have it like that, there are still so many things you can do, like volunteer, you know, to organize the, the you know, books for toddlers or you know, games or something. There's always something we can put our heads, hearts, and minds to to try to do better for others. So if you'd like to join this conversation, 651-461-9226. Again, that's 651-461-9226. 
Another thing about this pandemic, it is not easy on relationships. Come on. You guys know this. It's not easy. If you are cramped in a two-bedroom apartment and one bathroom, somebody's going to get a little ticked off before the night is over. <laughs> Who puts the seat up, put it down. Seat up, put it down, right? I live with my mom. And it's hilarious to me. I'm always laughing about it. Okay, 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 darling. It's all good. It's all good. But when you take a look at where we are, you start thinking, seriously? How does that work? When we started singing on our six-city tour, uh, the Steels, I'm so sorry we didn't get to do our Christmas show here. It really saddened us um, here in the Twin Cities. But when we started, we didn't go out and meet people because of of the um, COVID and because of the uh, Omicron. And we just said all of these variants or whatever is out there, let's just be cautious, right? Yet, when we're standing close right where the people sitting in the front are, you can look into their eyes. You can look and feel from them that, hey, things are not going so well, or I needed to hear this song. We did hear that from some people. I needed that song. I needed those words. So whatever it is that we have to do, like you hear Jonathan talk sports, right, on Sunday night. He does a great job. But sports is his, I mean, it's his thing. I won't say it's his love because I don't know. But I would say Jonathan loves sports for real. I mean, it's just his passion. Certified sports Find dork. It. Okay, yep, 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 sports dork. Although you are teaching me, and I really appreciate it. I don't even know if you know that you are, but I'm starting to understand a lot more. But for me, it's just about finding the joy. And so you've probably heard that before, and you probably say to yourself, yeah, 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 but it's so real. And when it happens, because it happens often for me, Whenever it happens, I'm stunned, whether it's a child uh, who looks up at me and goes, hello, are you enjoying Christmas this year? Or if it's a parent who is crying and their tears of joy because they just got some news that their loved one is not as sick as they thought. I mean, seriously, if you start a conversation with someone, all of a sudden you find out, wow, okay, okay. So the phone lines are open, 651-461-9226. And uh, Brian from St. Paul is on the line with us, and he's um, going to talk about dealing with COVID. Hey, Brian. Hey, how are you doing? You know, I'm doing great. I really am. Thank goodness. Good. Um, I, I have a, just a slightly different outlook on COVID that I think might help anyone who is listening. Well, when it first came out, I read Michael Hostahome's book. I'm not going to promote his book. And it and this was written before pandemic, right? Right. And he was predicting that a pandemic would happen. And it kind of when I read it, I realized that the biggest problem with the pandemic was going to be we if we do develop a vaccine, not enough people are going to take it that we can really clamp down on the virus. So you this particular um, version that's out right now, the Omicron, yep. I think we're going to have another one after that. And I think if we accept that and just realize we have to live accordingly, uh, I think it makes it a little bit easier. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know what I think is one of the hardest things, Brian, is that we don't all have every tool that we need to be safe. They run out of it, right? A lot of people are rushing to try to buy the rapid test just to have it in the house in case someone starts to get sick. It's not always available. I mean, I went all the way to Lakeville to find it, right? Sure. 
So those are some of the challenges too. So what do you advise for your family when it comes to getting tested? I'm less concerned about getting tested, though I understand people wanting to get tested. I think the biggest thing you can do once you're vaccinated is anytime you're in public in an enclosed place, wear an N95 or equivalent mask. That way you don't have to be as concerned if the person next to you might have the virus because that's going to protect almost all the virus from getting into your system. And then whatever does get into your system, the vaccine will be able to fight it off. But I I wouldn't go with a cloth mask anymore. I just think this particular variant is just too contagious. N95 masks are at most a buck, buck and a half a piece. You don't have to be wealthy to buy them. Yeah, but not everybody has a dollar ninety-five. All right, I appreciate it, Brian. Thanks for calling. I sure appreciate it. Bye. Yeah, we do have to protect ourselves, protect our neighbors, protect our families, protect the children. We do. But so many people feel like we don't have to. And I know some of you get really mad and upset about it all. But you have the prerogative to say, no, no, I'm so sorry you can't come in the house. There are people here with compromised systems. We have to be honest with our families. We have to be honest with our relatives. We have to be honest with our enemies. I'm sorry. So, Brian, I do agree with that. Now, the mask, um, the N95s, and you know, I don't see them much. I see the KN95, but that's a whole different thing. Um, so I don't, I don't find the masks that you speak of often. I look for them, but I don't see them often. And a lot of people used to order them online. You remember that? What a disaster that was, trying to find the proper mask to make sure that we are all protected. That didn't go so well. So we'd love to hear from you at 651-989-9226 or 1-866-989. Oh, let me start all over, you guys. I keep forgetting we have a new number. It is 651-461-9226. Again, that is 651-461-9226. If you'd like to weigh in on how you're feeling, how you're doing, how are you handling it all? How did Christmas go? What are you doing for New Year's? How are you preparing to get out into what's happening for New Year's. We'd love to hear from you. We only have a few more moments, but we are definitely interested in hearing from you. So we'll be back. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Welcome back, everyone. As we are talking, um, taking your calls, if you have anything you want to talk about, bottom line is this for me. I am having a very difficult time trying to figure out what to do with myself and and, in what... In what way? You know, I have so much on the left side and the right right side on the back of my head, and I'm just trying to figure it all out. And I realize that sometimes you need help. You just need somebody else to bring you clarity and figure out what it is that you can do better. And that's kind of where I am, too. (sighs) I keep thinking about my room. Now, I am used, I used to be, I should say, I mean, like a I'm not a clean freak like my sisters are, but you know, I love a clean room. The mistake that I made was to put in a six foot folding table and do all of my homework because I'm in school. I'm to do all of my reading, not just for school, but studying for the radio show. And I'm doing all of that on this table. And then all of a sudden it starts building up. The printer is sitting there. The computer is sitting there. Two lamps are sitting there. Papers are sitting there where they should be going into folders. And all of a sudden I have a problem. And I notice that I am supposed to be cleaning this room. Why am I living like this? Right? And of course, this type of um, pandemic, this type of virus that keeps morphing, that really challenges us, right? We get tired. We find ways to hold on to stuff. Well, now I'm getting rid of stuff. I'm getting, it feels so good to get rid of it. And it's not so easy because we have things that we absolutely want to keep. I know I do. And then I keep looking at that going, "Ah, why do you need that, Geraldine? You don't need that. Give it away. Give it to someone who can really use it. And it doesn't have to be friends or family. It could literally be someone, you see a child outside standing in the cold, and you've got a coat for that size child possibly with a hat and gloves. Just stop and pull over and just say, hey, don't don't approach them. You can just lay it down or sit it down and say, here's a coat. You don't seem to have a coat. You don't have gloves or a hat. I'm just going to leave it right here if you want it. Why not? It's the good that we can do with the stuff that we really shouldn't have anymore, Right? So I have really been cleaning out closets, getting rid of shoes that I can't wear anymore. You know, three and a half inch heels. Come on, Geraldine, just stop. So as we keep trying to figure out where we're going next, get rid of the stuff we don't need and give it to somebody who can use it. And I'm not talking about just dropping it off at the Salvation Army or, you know, but of course we love helping out there too. But you can also do good in your neighborhoods or at your church or at a game or, you know, just something like that. 
where you actually leave there feeling good, going, hey, you know, really grateful that I found a way to do something good. Another thing we can do is to say to someone, you maybe you meet them and laugh and talk and you know, it's a woman who had her nails done and now they aren't and she hasn't had a nail done in a long time. And the reason I bring this up is because I actually met a woman, a black woman, who would stop in the middle of a street, like downtown. You know that little raised median, uh, it, you know, that you, you're not supposed to cross. She would set up a chair and start cutting people's hair, shampooing their hair, you know, or just cutting it and making sure it looks nice because they are homeless, they don't have the things that they need to keep it up. And I thought about that. I was like, okay. So if I see someone on the bus or I see someone walking, you know, and just say hello. And if they start a conversation with me or they're just very kind, maybe I should say to them, hey, I know a place where you can get your nails done. I don't know. Maybe it sounds ridiculous. What I do know is that we need to do more. I need to do more. Clean out the room Make sure that I find a place to get it. And I always do sharing and caring hands. But I don't know what times they open up. I don't know if they're taking clothes anymore because of the virus. I don't know. So what do we do? We figure it out. We figure out a way to help somebody. Whether it's a nonprofit that you need and you get tired of it. I know you do. You know, the gift giving in the last two or three months. I can imagine that some of you are going, oh my gosh, more mail, more asking. Yeah, because there's such a need. There's a huge need. So I'm trying to figure it out. I hope you're trying to figure it out. I'm not trying to be someone I'm not. All I know is I got a lot of stuff that I don't need from books and folders, you know, paper, socks, wigs. I mean, we can go down this <laughs> over and over again. You know, wash the wigs before you give them away. That sort of thing. But there's a way to get rid of the stuff you don't need anymore. It's not that we don't want it necessarily. We don't need it anymore. January 1st is around the corner. Around the corner. So let's try to do better, right? And I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, I got to lose a lot of weight in January. You know, the beginning of the resolutions. I'm just not doing that this year. I am going to try to be me. And if I can bless someone else with something, or if someone wants to bless me with something, hey, awesome. We do have the time today, don't we? Most of us. Some of us know, but a whole lot of us got time to clean out all the clutter. Doesn't make sense to hold on to it anymore. And that's my testimony today. <laughs> it really is. So... Let me tell you what happened with giving gifts for my grandchildren. You know, I have three grandchildren, and I had a dollhouse made for them with um, African types of wallpaper or rug put on the floor that has, you know, something about Africa or reminds you of Africa. It was really cool. And initially, they were doing really great. But then they started to fight a little bit, to argue a little bit about who's going to have what chair or what bed and that sort of thing. And it didn't take long. It took less than 24 hours for them to get it together and actually enjoy working on it together. And that was beautiful. Oh, how I could sit there and just watch that over and over again. Sometimes we don't need to give our children a lot. It could just be one thing. I know my parents, when times were hard, my father was a grievance man for the union at a steel mill in Gary, Indiana. 
And I have to tell you, one time it was a really rough year, and my mother bought a scarf, hat, and glove set. Remember those days? And each one of the sisters, there's three of us, we one had a glove, the gloves one time, and one had the hat the next time. And, you know, we just shared. We don't have to give a whole lot for Christmas to our children. To me. That's just me. So as you start looking for the joy, as you start looking to clean out all the stuff you don't need, I hope you think of me. Pray for me that I accomplished getting that room together. I want, I want to replace everything. We'll see what my mom thinks about that. <laughs> all right, it's time for us to take a break in just a moment. I also want to let you know that Center Stage is coming up, and we have some great guests. We're going to talk about that Donna Summer um show that is happening at the Ordway, and we're going to talk to Artistic Director Rod Katz. Rohan Preston will be with us at 923. None above. You remember this this group of four siblings? Awesome. They are awesome. And Cadence is joining us today to talk about all the things that they're into and up to. All right. Take care of yourselves, and we'll be back in a moment. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 